houses in uh, one of the districts in Ramachap, 100 houses, it was a small start. And when we started building the model houses, the government put a hold on it. They told us, you got to wait. That's what I mean with handbrake zone. And that's Max Santner, uh, head of Nepal's delegation for the International Federation of the Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies. Uh, well, I put these issues to Dipendra Nath Sharma. Now, he's a secretary in the Ministry of Urban Development. That means he's not elected, but he does report directly to Nepal's prime minister. And I asked him if the government's response one year on remains disastrous. I would not say disastrous, but uh, I would say it is not up to the expectations of the people. From tomorrow onwards, we are going to, you know, distribute this first tranche in a, in a, in a very, very comprehensive manner. But the government is still insisting that uh, donor money comes through its coffers. In other words, donors cannot spend the money directly in Nepal. And that's caused a lot of problems. The World Bank, the Asian Development Bank, have something like $860 million that's supposedly sitting there ready to spend, but it's not being spent. Uh, actually, uh, it's our experience through the relief and rescue operation, how disaster it can become if it is not coordinated by the government. And we have Haiti experience also internationally. What, 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 what experience? Because the experience last year was mm -hmm. that no government official was visible, mm -hmm. that you were trying to tax relief material, that you were turning away Chinook helicopters in a country that is only mostly accessible by helicopter. The experience was that you did it badly. No, we didn't do it badly. We did it ourselves. The government is asking for a total of $8 billion now for reconstruction. At the rate that you are dispersing aid at the moment, it would take 10 years or more to help everyone. Why should the donor community have any faith in your ability to deliver uh, reconstruction? Actually, uh, there are many issues uh, because of which we have not been able to absorb. Our absorption capacity uh, has gone low. Okay, so this. But, but has sir, let me just let me just put to you. You said you said a few minutes ago that you feel that the government should be able to coordinate all the aid money, and then you're saying that you don't have the capacity to. So this is the problem. No, that, no, that makes not. no sense. We can. Why? Why we can't? We can. But the thing is that we were always uh, trying to change our procurement act so you didn't but, but you didn't have the capacity you no, didn't and you stopped the people who did no, let me finish but now we have changed that for the reconstruction we have uh, we have delegated more authority to the local level i understand i understand that but the practicality is that even the national reconstruction authority which has only been around for four or five months does not have the capacity, doesn't have the manpower to carry this out. So you're still in the same place as you were back in April when the earthquake hit. It's, uh, let's not put it this way. We, want, we need... Uh, well, why say, not? It's true. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's true that uh, um, we, want, we, we need support from the international support. That's true, given the, our size of the economy and one-third of the total uh, you know, GDP we suffered loss during the earthquake, but it has to be sustainably mobilized. The support has to be sustainably mobilized. But the, so the government is not willing to compromise on that? No, the government, uh, we don't want, uh, you know, some donors to come and show that, okay, this... And what? House, help, and help people? Uh, this house has been built from our money. And Why not? If a house gets built, isn't that best for the person who's lost no, their that, house? That, 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 that increases your dependency.
But people aren't dependent now. They're living in, in filth and muck in the open in Kathmandu with no running water or toilets. No, that's, uh, that part is there. But still, we want to take this opportunity to build back better on our own. That sounds like national pride rather than practicality. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's possible also. And we can show that. You, you think national pride is more important than people having homes? Uh, national pride is also equal, equally important because that's what is very much you know, diminishing in our context. So very robust defense there by Dipendanath Sharma of the Ministry of Urban Development here in Kathmandu. As that uh, attitude continues, the result, Razia, is that still millions of people without basic shelter over their heads. The BBC's Anu Anand in Kathmandu conducting a very robust interview there. There'll be an hour of conversation.